welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast. Ex- what happened to your beard? Oh my goodness! You what happened to bugger. your beard? Oh my gosh! <laughs> you've been saving it's that. It's like it's like you've been saving that for forty hours. I have hours. no idea. I just noticed that uh, you somehow. Just noticed? Did you let Pastor Pat trim that for you? <sighs> Hey, this is a podcast exploring uh, Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I am the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship, and chinless over here is... Jim Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. That looks good. No, man. it does not. I already know it does not. It looks like you're wearing a face mask. It just looks like you're wearing a black face mask now. That's no. good. There's a little bit of gray. The guy, in it. The guy shaped it too much. Oh, he shaped it. Oh, he yep. to a mask. <laughs> <laughs> no, it actually looks, it's just short. That's all. Ah, it's just it's short. Too short. It's wide and, yeah. and short. It's, it's just not, it ain't right. It's not long enough. No. Yeah. No. So I told the guy, I was like, an inch. Never say that. Dude took like a yeah, yeah, inch man. and a half. You say too. half inch. You never say inch. Yeah, that was my mistake. It yep. needed a good a, a good cut. Yeah, trim. So. It needed a trim, and instead you got bushwhacked. Yeah, yeah. It still looks good. Yeah, I know, but you know, give I it, know. I felt give, it. Give it a, like a month, and it'll be back. It'll be fine. Yeah, two weeks. Whew, man. I have been waiting to say that. I I knew you were. <laughs> I knew it. I knew I didn't it. talk I about it. it again. You, you said something. I didn't like. I'm not going to say. I'm going to save for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Thanks. You're welcome, Boo Boo. How you doing? I am doing well, except now I'm feeling a little bit self conscious. It's a good thing it's a podcast and not a, 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 video, a video one. People yeah. can't see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, uh, did you have a good day? Yeah. Busy. I had a productive day. Productive day. Yeah. Got my stuff done. How about you? Nice. Yes. Busy. I got everything I, I wanted to get done. Got done, and it got done well. I like that. You know, and mm-hmm. it wasn't like I, I came up short on any of it. Except for your beard, yeah. Oh, well done. Yeah, see, I see where you're going. I know you do. Block. Uh, you trying to blocked. Block. Yeah. You, you trying ban- to imply you, that I no, screwed no. up. Yeah, yeah, you banter blocked me right mm-hmm. there. Goodness, I had it. I had it. I was segueing into it, mm-hmm. and it did not work. That's what you get. Kind of like the video you tried doing for the midweek service. Okay, so the midweek service uh, <laughs> video is up. You can watch it at uh-huh. uh, redeemerfellowship.org. you can see the whole thing? You can see the whole video, yeah. You can see, watch you the, whole see video. The, like, the original whole video? Well, no, because it's processed. It's edited. You know, So mm. it's just like a 25-minute video. But the last four minutes of video are not there. You can hear the sound. <laughs> hear the teaching but the last four minutes of video aren't there so what do we, what do uh, we stare at uh, just look at the screen look at your bibles oh, you, look at oh, me you know what that's what you're trying to do you were trying to get the focus back to scripture mm-hmm. weren't you joe so you see how you're distracted because you can't see me when you're supposed to be seen jesus and that's how i, <laughs> I that, scold everybody yeah yeah yeah, yeah I wish, I, we should have inserted that that would have been great mm-hmm. you're really distracted right now aren't you yeah <laughs> blank screen yeah so uh yeah i, I blame it on the gremlins uh mm. don't know what happened Actually, I think I figured it out, but uh, I'm not going well, to say Well, then what? That. No, uh, what it is? Nope. No, I want to hear it. Nope. Nope. You haven't figured it out. I have. Well, then you lied to me. Nope. I didn't know until about five minutes ago. All right. Well, five before five minutes ago, wait, so seven minutes ago, mm-hmm. you said, you looked me in the eye and said, Jimmy, I hit that button when I hit oh, it. Oh, yeah, I did. Mm, yep. It, it was turned recorded. it off. Yep. That's All that's accurate. Yep. Okay. So then what's Something the else up? It doesn't matter. What are you gonna blame it again on? Like you don't have enough enough of a phone, like a 2018 need, computer that you need to do one. I have my 2018 <laughs> computer is a dinosaur, <laughs> and my iPhone 11 is junky. that was the I best. Need, that was the best. I, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> I said the, I said, hey man, maybe I need a new computer, and you were like, I'm fine, go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Brian's like, actually, I can just fix it for you, and I was like, oh, that's fine too. And you were like, yeah, 
So yeah, you're going to laugh at me. Listen, nobody cares about this. Uh-huh. Nobody cares about this. We got stuff to talk about. All right. Let's talk about it. We got, uh, we got an email. All right. What, where's this email? It is uh, from Marcelo Marshmello Morena. All right. And, oh, I'm fine. I got it. Got, got it. it? Yep. All right. All right. You want me to read it? Go for it. All right. Yo, guys. Yo, yo. What up? Hope you are well. No. Hope you're well. Nope. Hope you're well. Hope you're well. Hope it's you're a question well. mark. It is a question mark. Hope you're well. <laughs> <laughs> Was thinking that maybe you guys could do an episode about the flesh that Paul Apostles Paul the Apostle speaks about. Most brothers and sisters I know in the Lord think that the flesh is actually your skin and bones, which is partially true, but it goes deeper than that. The flesh, for my recent enlightenment of God's word, the flesh comprises of the will, emotion, and mind. It would be amazing to have a pod on this teaching. Cheers and blessings. Boom. All right. Well, um, I don't know if it'll be amazing, but we are happy to talk about the flesh because it actually doesn't just have one definition depending on uh, who's using it and in what context it actually does mean different things in different passages of scripture. So it doesn't always mean the same thing. Um, mm. Now, there's a bunch of articles out there, a bunch of sermons out there that you can read, but um, a really helpful article is by George Eldon Ladd, and you can read his article on flesh or on the flesh in the Baker Encyclopedia of the Bible. So we're going to rely heavily on that because he has, he does a really, he's a great scholar and does a really good job of uh, succinctly and systematically laying out the arguments. Okay. Uh, Jimmy, what about in the Old Testament? When you read the Old Testament, mm. when it says fleshy flesh, what's it mean? Well, I mean, it, it can mean the physical stuff we are made of, right? Right. And so not just like humans, uh, like you said, the physical fleshy stuff that we're made of, but even animals. Oh, there's Gen about flesh of animals. Flesh of animals. Genesis forty nineteen. In three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head from you and hang you on a tree, and the birds will eat the flesh from you. Oh, so it's that. That's stuff we're made of. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but what about the animals? The animal, well, Leviticus 6, 27, whatever touches its flesh shall be holy. And when any of its blood is splashed on a garment, you shall not, you shall wash that on which it was splashed in a holy place. So whatever touches its flesh is talking about, mm -hmm. uh, the animal itself right, will right. be made holy. So we know this, right? Like, or shall be holy. Yep. It's like flesh and like bones, blood and bones, meat and bones, just uh, the stuff that we're made of. That's a pretty basic one. Mm -hmm. um, it can also refer not just to what you're made of, but it can refer to the whole body. Like in Proverbs 14.30, a tranquil heart gives life to the flesh, but envy makes the bones rot. A, a tranquil heart, a heart that is at peace, gives life to the whole body. That's the idea. Or in Psalm 16.9, therefore my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices, my flesh also dwells secure. So it's the totality of yeah. a person. Here's something that Lad said. Lad said, the, this idea leads to the union of two different persons, man and wife, as one flesh. And a man can say of his relatives, I am your bone and your flesh, from Judges 9-2. The idea of flesh as the whole person leads to the expression all flesh, denoting the totality of mankind, sometimes including also the animal world. So, when you're looking at the Old Testament, the emphasis is uh, oftentimes what we're made of mm -hmm. or the, the totality the of the person. Yeah, yeah, the totality of the person. But once we get into the New Testament, that's when we start getting into a, a lot more variations of how this word is, is translated or what this word actually means. Now, we're only going to give a few of the, the, 
the more, I don't know, important maybe, uh, maybe four. Maybe prevalent. Yeah. We're going to give you four, but there's more than this, more meanings of flesh than what we're going to give you. So do some research, do some reading. We just want to give you some of the basics and some of the things that are going to um, help us kind of work it out. But like you said, Jimmy, even in the New Testament, sometimes it refers to the stuff, refers to the stuff that we're made of, like in 2 Corinthians 12, 7. Mm. So to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. Paul talks about his flesh. He's referring to his body. He's not referring to his sinful nature. He's just referring to his flesh and blood, his corporal existence. Hmm. Uh, Jesus's body was also a body of flesh. Colossians 1, 21 mm-hmm. to 22. And you who once were alienated, hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled in his body of flesh mm-hmm. by his death mm-hmm. in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him. I like it. Jesus so, had a body. He had a body and we were now reconciled, right? Mm-hmm. In his body of flesh by his death, his death on the cross, his atoning work, his, uh, his active obedience very, yep, and passive obedience. That, that, that passive obedience. I, like I know on the cross, that. but I, uh, I like I like how yeah, he came back. But you know what? He yeah. did his active obedience in the flesh as well. You yes, know? he did. He, he oh, did, you're right. He did you're that right. There. I was doing both. You got it he, all. Jesus, totality of flesh. Yeah. You, you don't do shortcuts, man. You no. do the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. I, yeah. I like it. You're, you're Except right. for my beard shortcut. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> I thought I'd beat you to it. I yeah. knew you were circling around to it, Joey. No, I could see it in your eyes. I wasn't. I, you were rounding the bend. Listen, I am sensitive to all kinds of short jokes, so mm-hmm. I'm not about to make a short joke. Hey, why don't you disconnect your phone from our operating system? Here's here. the thing. No one could hear that. Yeah. Oh, I heard it. I know. You and I heard mm-hmm. it. That's why I just turned it down right okay. there. Yeah, that's good. That, uh, good pod right there. <laughs> so in the New Testament, it can refer to the stuff that we're made of, yep. flesh, uh, like Jesus' flesh or Paul's flesh. Um, but it can also refer to human existence itself. Like we exist in the flesh in this world, like in Galatians 2.20, one of my favorite verses, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me and the life I now live in the flesh. I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. The life that I now live in my human existence, right? Not the emphasis is not on his sinful nature, on the principle mm-hmm. of sin inside of him. Flesh sometimes is equated with that. Here he's just talking about in my humanity in which I live, it is Christ that is living in me. So sometimes just human existence, like uh, 1 John chapter 4, verse 2 speaks about this. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh mm. is from God. So it's going back to what you were t- saying about you know Jesus having a, a true human body, and here he was fully human, First John 4, 2. Oh, well, John 1, 14, though, really kind of hits that succinctly, right? Mm-hmm. And the word became flesh uh. and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Might be one of the most important verses yeah. in the New Testament as it relates to Jesus and flesh, because the word, and we already know who the word, the word was with God, the word was God, yep, yep. became flesh. Obviously not sinful, not fallen human nature, but that is another meaning of flesh in the New Testament. Sometimes it refers to the fallen human nature. Mm. Listen to George Eldon Ladd. He says, after his conversion, Paul says that he did not confer with flesh and blood from Galatians 1.16, but rather went away for three years into Arabia. He means that he did not seek the meaning of his Damascus road vision from anyone else, but drew apart for a considerable time to confer with God. When Paul says that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, he means not that humanness 
cannot inherit the kingdom of God, but that human fallenness cannot. So mm. it's, Paul speaks about the flesh sometimes in a way that's referring to the, the fallen human nature where the emphasis isn't so much on the sins that we do, but the weakness and the brokenness of human nature and its limitations. Well, yeah, I mean, Peter's confession as well in Matthew 16. Uh, and now when Jesus came to the district of uh, Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the son of man is? And they said, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah and others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Mm -hmm. Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Ah, so flesh and blood didn't enlighten him. No. The fallen human condition didn't give him the answer. He didn't figure it out on his own. Mm -mm. It had to be revealed by God. But then there is this way, and this is really what, this is all, I think it's exclusive to Paul, really. When Paul talks about the flesh in this this way, it's it's the flesh as sinful uh, the mm. sinful nature. The That's emphasis. probably the most prevalent way we, we see it in Scripture. I don't. I think it is uh, in the New Testament. Maybe it's definitely the most common way we talk about it. Like this, this like waging, yeah, going against our flesh. We'll talk about that more in a bit. Right. So uh, listen to Romans eight one through eleven. It's it's eleven verses. You can hang in there. All right, go for it. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord, man. Mm. No condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do. By sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the flesh but in the Spirit, if in fact the Spirit of God dwells in you, anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you. Mm. So I mean, this is a huge passage. Yeah. It's very deep. It's very profound. But you can see here that there is this dichotomy between the flesh and the spirit. The the flesh, this this sin, this principle of sin, this uh, sinful nature that we have is at odds with the spirit of God that is in the believer. So we have those who are born again in whom the spirit of God dwells. And then you have those who are not born again, not regenerate. Uh, where the sinful nature uh, and sin reigns. And so it, Paul is the one that typically pushes this button. The mm. flesh, in this case, the flesh is bad. In some of the other cases, the flesh isn't bad. It's just, it just is. In this case, it is a corrupt nature. Even Ladd says this. He says, the Christian, I, I really like this summary. He says, the Christian is no longer in the flesh. When one becomes regenerate, 
and comes to be in the Spirit, that person is no longer in the flesh, but the flesh is still in him. In fact, there remains in the believer a struggle between the flesh and the Spirit. Mm. That, that sentence, it's a long sentence, is perfect. The Christian is no longer in the flesh. Right? We are in the Spirit. The Spirit is in us. But the flesh is still in us too. So even though we're not in the flesh, we're not controlled or dominated by the sinful nature, there is still sin in us and there is this battle that rages inside of us. Yeah, and we, we you know, really hit on that in Galatians 5, 19 to 25. Mm-hmm. Now the works of the flesh are evidence, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalry, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Okay, so before we get into this idea of war, and based on this passage, which is such an awesome passage for us, um, because it, it clar- it's clarifying and instructive for us, right? So let's just take a step back to say, um, when the Bible talks about the flesh, it can mean different things. Sometimes it just refers to the stuff that you're made of. Yeah. Other times it refers to the totality of your body. Yeah. Uh, it can refer to your, your fallen human condition. Uh, or it can refer to your sinfulness and the sinful nature and the corruption within. So in that context where even if the believer is no longer in the flesh, but the flesh is still in us, what you just read says that there is therefore a war. There is uh, a battle that's going on inside of us. Hmm. So they got the works of the flesh versus the works yeah. of the spirit. Now, and Jimmy, left to our own devices, where we desire those works of the flesh. Yeah, let's talk about that, Jimmy. Which are your favorite works of the flesh here? Oh, really? Yeah, fits your, of anger. Your favorite one. <laughs> it didn't even fits of anger. Yep, that would be right there. Yep. Yeah. Fits which one is of, yours? And you can't be twice. I can't. What? You can't do mine. Yep. Oh, oh, I, oh uh-huh. no, no copies. No copies. Oh. I also take envy, uh, that, strife, jealousy. Mm. Enmity. You're going to leave me with orgies. That's not, I'm not going to say that. That's, you can't. The rest of them you can pick from. Listen, I'm the angry dwarf. I'm the angry dwarf. I get to, I get to choose that one too. (laughs) Um, I think we can, we can look at these things. And even if we can say, you know what? The Lord has delivered me from all of these things. Mm -hmm. I am not in those anymore, but the seeds of those sins are still in us. Oh yeah. And so you. And we keep watering them seeds. Oh yeah. Make them grow. Oh, we fertilize it. We water it. We give it sun. We talk <laughs> to it. Don't do that. Yes. Talk to it. <laughs> I mean, so like, okay, so like a lot of Christians who are converted later, you know, they walked in sexual immorality, impurity, yep. sensuality, yep. and but then they've been delivered and they've they're, they're walking with the Lord, and yet while they may not be engaged in, in orgies and those things, they can still lust in their hearts. They may still be tempted to mm-hmm. do those things. Uh, things can occupy our minds and. Given the wrong circumstances and the wrong frame of mind, uh, a few bad decisions down the road, and we can self-destruct entirely. Yeah, it's so, really, really easy. So those works of the flesh, those are the things that come from the sinful nature, uh, are being contrasted 
with the fruit of the Spirit. So the flesh works these things, but it's the Spirit that produces, the Holy Spirit, Spirit of God, that produces these virtues. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Jimmy, which one of these do you hate the most? Which one of these do I hate the most? <laughs> most likely gentleness. Um, these are amazing. And what I what I like about the the fruit of the spirit, right? Fruit. Um, patience. Never mind. Yeah, That's pa- my biggest that, struggle. Yeah, that would be mine yeah, yeah. as well, uh, is, is patience. Um, and, uh, and goodness. I'm not good at anything. Oh, it means a different kind of goodness. Yeah, right? different kind of goodness there, Joe. Um, what I like about this is that it, it, to me, this is as much of a challenge as the works of the flesh mm. because it's stating so positively what the Christian life should look like. And just think about the internet dialogue. We'll call it a dialogue. Let's think about the, the Christian Twitter for a second. Mm-hmm. Now, do, do these things come to mind? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. That doesn't come to mind. You know what I mean? No, no, not, not at all. I mean, uh, and, and it's, it's not necessary. And I'm not saying. Huh, and we're not saying everybody's like that either. Right? No, no, no. Just yeah. founders. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Joey. I'm Joey. It was a joke. Everybody That's can relax. That's a good joke, but yeah. People <laughs> That's gonna, why I said it was a joke. Gonna, I know. People are going to take it, though, the wrong way. They can't, they can't take it wrong because I said it was a joke. Oh, because you said it's a joke? Yeah. No, watch your tone. So okay. Relax there. Wait, I thought I was a tone cop. No, no, no. But now their tone tone's coming after you. Oh, oh. Okay, then I'll be tone loke. All right, that's cooler. Anyways, um, did you say tone woke? Tone loke. No, but what they would that? say I'm tone. You don't know who we've talked about tone loke before. Funky Cold Medina. Oh yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah I, I forgot that it. you were born like no, in 1995. No, no. I, I remember these things. When were you born? It doesn't matter. 82. You were born in 82. Anyways, 82. You can't Anyways. even remember the 80s. Oh my goodness. I remember them. Yeah. You remember from your playpen? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so these these are a challenge, right? Because even, like with, when I see something on Twitter, like my impulse is not, hey, um, patience, kindness. Mm. Oh, I'll share it here. Oh, here so, we go. Here we go. So I was in Lowe's. Oh, you're going to share this I was one? In, I was in Lowe's. All right. Wasn't wearing a mask. Okay. Because they don't make you wear a mask in there. Mm-hmm. If they say wear a mask, I wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Lowe's doesn't say wear a mask. And you believe, yeah, you believe yeah. in uh, Bigfoot, uh, aliens, uh, Area 51, conspiracy theories, and uh, anything that, that, is, that no, the mask is there as a sign of the beast. Continue. Okay. That is, none of that's true, by the way. None of that's true. Thank mm-hmm. you for slandering me. Um, you're welcome. I should just call you. Never mind. <laughs> nobody, nobody can think a joke anymore. Uh, no, I just I wear a mask whenever I go to the grocery store. I uh-huh, wear my mask, uh-huh. but in Lowe's, you don't have to, so I don't do it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so I'm in there, and this guy walks by me, and he's eye, he's mad dogging me, and he's eyeballing me. And so I'm walking by, he's walking by, and uh, and he goes, "Nice mask, a hole." <laughs> ah, and I was like, well, "That's classy." And he he turns around, and he's like. Give me a blankety blank and break. He said some stuff. And uh, and my my impulse was not my 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 and my, my heart did not leap to patience, kindness, goodness, self-control. That wasn't what my heart leapt to. No, it was to run, right? No. Was it to run? No. Why would I run? I'm assuming the guy's taller, bigger. Everybody's taller and bigger. Stronger. But I'm scarier than all of them. I'm not worried about those guys. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. No, no, no. My, 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 my orientation is confrontation. Like, oh, you, this guy's being aggressive, then I'm going to be aggressive. If he wants to talk, I will talk more. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. But by the grace of God, 
I, uh, I just said something silly and uh, not offensive and walked away. But the, my point is, is that in that moment and in any moment of confrontation, there is an immediate battle between uh, the sin, the principle of sin or the, the flesh that dwells in us uh, and the spirit who resides in us. And the, it's, it is a war in which we are active. So there is no sense in which like you're just going to shift into neutral into the spirit. You're not going to let Jesus take the wheel in that moment. And mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to let Jesus take care of it all. You might look back on the fact and go, wow, God did a great thing in me in that moment yeah. because I yep. said the right thing. But you are active. You have to fight. You have to fight the impulses of sin that still reside in you. Because even though, like Lad says, you may not be in the flesh, the flesh is still in you very much. And uh, the, the the longer I am a Christian, the more clear it is to me that uh, the flesh is very much in me. I am prone to sin and prone to wander. This is why it's so important that we, um, we're not just uh, aware of the, the temptations that we face, but we're also aware of what the fruit is. Uh, aware of what the spirit's role is in producing specific fruit in our lives looks like so that we can then say, all right, instead, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to shut my mouth. Like I can shut my mouth and still be raging on the inside. Mm. That's not what it is. It's supposed to be, I'm going to shut my mouth for now and allow the peace of God to guard my heart and my mind, uh, to be patient with somebody who might be wrong. Maybe they're right. And, uh, I will then speak words of grace instead of, you know, words of hostility, mm. at least, you know, that ought to be how we're thinking about it. But I think, you know, as we're talking to Marshmallow here, um, the flesh is complicated. So when, when somebody is saying the flesh just means this, right, or the law just means this in the Bible. Well, actually, uh, the word namas, uh, law, uh, the word flesh, that it means different things in different contexts. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's why you need to become familiar with the context and the way in which certain authors might use that word and read the really smart people that have done a lot of the research. So, you know, you can you can read a lot of Bible dictionaries and encyclopedias online for free. So do that if you have questions about something like this. Um, obviously, Logos Bible Software, that's what we use all the time. Yep. And they, uh, they have, I mean, that's what I did for this is I just went and started gathering all of not just the definitions but the articles on the flesh to see what people said and what we shared here is pretty much common among all the stuff that we looked at well we'd love to hear your thoughts you can follow us online on instagram twitter at doc and diva or on facebook slash doctrine and devotion you can head to the website doctrinedevotion.com there you can contact us you can sign up for the email blast head to the store joefostore.com and grab some gear fresh pod every monday and thursday blog post on wednesdays later later